live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. What else needs to be said about Maggie Rose? The American country music singer is one of the most beloved artists by both critics and fans. She has been on a tear in her musical career. Based in Nashville, her fans go long and wide internationally across all 50 states. Maggie is getting ready for her third album, Have a Seat, coming out August 20th, 2021. And ladies and gentlemen, we are super honored to have Maggie Rose on the show today on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. You know, as you guys know, we've had big musical legends here. We've had up-and-comers, current chart makers. But Maggie Rose is someone that is an established, respected icon in Nashville. Someone that everyone looks up to for her values, for her way of uh, her energy, what she exudes, her artistry. So sitting down today with Maggie Rose is a true treat, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. So Maggie is also the host of a really successful podcast called Salute the Songbird, where she sits with female songwriters and just gets in deep, kind of like we do here, but she does it in a really spectacular way, uh, just the Maggie Rose style. We recently saw her perform at uh, Valentine's Day here in Nashville, and she just tore up the stage. And she, you know, she uncorked a cover of Carol King's I Feel the Earth Move, which we talk about in this episode, as well as singing the first single of her new album, Do It, an empowerment song about living with passion, living with purpose, not doubting your soul, and just kind of going for it. So, guys, we're really happy to have Maggie on the show. She is gearing up slowly to, to pick up touring again, guys. So check out MaggieRoseMusic.com to start seeing those dates because you don't want to miss her life. Spectacular performer. Um, so yeah, guys, welcome Maggie. Welcome new listeners to the show. Uh, we encourage you guys as usual to give us a little rating, subscribe if you have 20 seconds. Helps us a lot, keeps us going. But without further ado, guys, the one and only Maggie Rose on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Maggie Rose, look at you. Look at you. Sunday night, beautiful Nashville weather, looking cool at all times, all days, Maggie Rose. Oh, you know, I, I, I put a little effort into it for you tonight, Jamie. <laughs> you know, Maggie. It is so beautiful today. Yeah. yeah, it's so beautiful. And, you know, it's super excited to have you, Maggie. And not just obviously because of your talent and your voice, which is absolutely mesmerizing, obviously, but because of your soul, Maggie. Um, it's become, I've been in this town like three months. But it's become clear, abundantly clear, uh, the longer I'm here and I meet folks and people, you know, talk that you are a giver, that you are a person that lives your life with values, that everyone that comes across you just gets a smile on their face uh, and just the community embraces you. So from a human perspective, really excited to have you, Maggie. Thank you. And thank you for those kind words. I love my community. I love my band. And I feel like I wouldn't be here without my collaborators and, and the people I write with and those who support me. So that's what's cool. allowed me to stay in the game for so long and stay in love with it. 
Love it. Love it, Maggie. And your new album, obviously, coming out, Have a Seat, uh, later this year. Super exciting. The new single out already, Do It, which you uncorked last month at the Third and Lindsley. It was great. Middle Thank of the set. You. People were like, what is that song? You know, like this inspiring song that people was like, okay, let's go do it. Let's go live our life with passion. It was great. It just hit. That's it exactly hit, what I wanted. It hit the spot. It, that, everyone was like, just stopped eating. And like, it was like, okay, what's going on? So it was great. Um, so we'll get to the music, Maggie. Um, and, and of course, you have a you have a great podcast, Salute the Songbird, where you where you connect with your fellow uh, community members. It's great, and we'll get to the music and all that. But let me start with this, Maggie. You know, you've been a lifelong singer. When was the first memory that you can remember? You know, as a little girl in Maryland, that you consciously like said to yourself, "Man, like I I can actually like sing like 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 at another level. Like I am better than normal." It was pretty early on, um, and I think it was just so evident with my family that it brought them joy. And I was a ham; like I've always been one who likes to perform. So I would make everyone sit down, and this is the newest Disney song that I've mastered. And I would just put on performances all the time. All of my childhood videos. There's one moment where I'm singing. So I think it was just that feeling of community that always happens when you're entertaining people and you share yeah. in that joy. That's great. You got addicted to it early. I love it. And um, when you're 16, Maggie, and, and I find this uh, fa fascinating, this story, you, you start performing with a Bruce Springsteen cover band. Yeah. Um, great stuff. Uh, and you're such a great show woman. I mean, I, like Third and Lindsay, like you're just a wonderful stage presence. Would you say that playing like Bruce's songs in a way mm, helped you develop some of that energetic, just like the way you move around the stage, the way you connect to the audience and just like bring them to you kind of thing? Yes. So I, I played with B Street Band and they're the longest running Bruce Springsteen tribute band out there. Still the hardest working band that I know. Um, but they had a lot of experience and I was a pretty squeaky clean Catholic schoolgirl, and I was playing in these Jersey Shore bars with them. And Glenn Stewart, the lead was you know, he's like, this is the power stance and this is how you hold the microphone. So I had them by proxy to learn. And they also helped me realize the power of a song because they backed me up when I was writing my first originals. And that's where I realized the power of music and writing and connecting beyond just being a good singer. They're here to escape. So that was a pretty formative time for me to play with the B Street Band. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, Maggie. And I, I mean, look, there's so many directions we can go, but I have to, I want to ask you about the, when you performed up, when you visited the troops in 2013, I thought that was pretty cool because, you know, obviously just like a great experience. It was, you know, our, our, our armed forces, God bless them. What was that experience like Maggie? I, I'm curious about just like the whole thing, not only like the actual performance itself, but like, how do you prepare for something like that? The logistics, just like the whole experience. How is it like? It really opened my world up a lot wider and the gratitude that I have for the men and women. These are people who are my age. They had families at home thousands of miles away. Also just the conditions of being in Qatar and how hot it was we were visiting in August. And I think the whole band was struggling with just the temperature and performing. And, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, it's, it was, uh, it was pretty eye opening to see. And I actually got to go back a few years ago mm. with just uh, my guitar player at the time, Tom Maxwell. And, it it never ceases to amaze me just the physical distance that is between these men and women and their families and also yeah. the the sacrifice and these are 
young people in the prime of their lives giving all of their time and potentially more. So it was, it was definitely a good dose of perspective to get by going over there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to look at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maggie. And, um, you know, you have an incredible, almost family-like relationship with, uh, with them vibes with the yes. event, you know, it translates on stage seamlessly. It was like awesome to see, uh, just beautiful symphony of chemistry. Like they just kind of knew what was happening before you needed it to happen. It was great. And of course, I, I mean, huge shout out to Sarah Tomek who was on our show last year and, you know, super cool. She's the drummer for them vibes. She's awesome. Tell me a little bit, Maggie, about just like this relationship that you have with them vibes. It is, it's, it's special, Maggie. It's something special there. It's incredibly special. I write so many songs with Alex and Larry. Um, Sarah has been in my band forever. I mean, as long as I've been touring professionally and she's been my bulldog in a lot of ways. She's protected me. She's more than a drummer. She also is tour manager. So she's the mama bear for me and my bandmates. But then with them vibes, they have their own sound and like this incredible body of work, but they've really helped me cultivate my sound. And I pivoted a little bit musically. And I think that that's largely in part to what we do together. And they got me really excited about music again. I think knowing that I have my friends, everybody in my band protects me enough to allow me to take chances and, yeah. and explore my sound a little bit further. And I think that's what leads to sustainability. I'm not just trying to get the one hit. I'm trying to make something that's timeless and that will allow us all to be on the road together and tour for a long time because yeah. we clearly enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, obviously. As you can see. Yeah, and the audience is just, it's, it's hypnotizing is the word I would think. Yeah, it's great. And uh, that's cool, Maggie. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, you're, you're kind of a fashion icon, Maggie. I have to tell you. I mean, obviously. <laughs> fashion icon. Yeah, no, I, have, I mean, here's why. Like Vogue magazine has named you the it girl. You know, Glamour has praised your sophistication. I, I was wondering, Maggie, is, is it almost like a, a burden? I, I mean, not a burden, but is, is there like a negative side to this? Like, and the reason why I'm asking is like, what if you just want to go to like Grimey's one day, like now, and get a record <laughs> in sweatpants, just looking like whatever. If you, if you feel like bloated, you ate a pizza the night before, it doesn't matter. Is it almost like a thing that it's like, man, like, you know what I mean? Like, is it almost like a little bit of like a, like a mini burden? I, I hear what you're saying. I have a large collection of sweats that <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of chilling with you on this Sunday evening, casual and comfortable. I look at it as a weapon and as something to facilitate a weapon for good, to facilitate the audience's idea of what they're also hearing. It's just something to frame up your artistry. I enjoy it. I also think I have a pretty healthy relationship with myself after many years, you know, having done this for over a decade, there were times where it was more of a burden. And I felt that eye of just people looking and evaluating. And now I own it more. It's not perfect. And there are challenges sometimes to that expectation but I think if you look at it as a tool then it just becomes fun and empowering yeah that's I love it I, I love that that's great that's great Maggie so let's chat about the new album and um you know obviously the title have a seat is uh in a way is, is responsorial right it's places an emphasis on inclusivity like here sit down let's try to talk to each other a little bit 
why do you think, Maggie, you know, that it's, it, seems, it seems like it's becoming more challenging to kind of have a seat and chat with uh, people from all over and different backgrounds? Absolutely. And I think that there is a macro idea to the title Have a Seat, which is about inclusivity and just gathering and listening to one another, which is an art form that I think we have sort of lost. And even giving someone the space to just speak their mind, I think is a loving gesture. You don't have to agree, but just allowing someone to at least feel like they can speak their piece, I think is one of the best things we can do for one another. And then also just the gathering of my band, the, the fact that this is a team that I've found my seat and my position in this industry after many years of people debating like, well, what genre is it and how do you identify it? And this is my answer to that. This album is just simply, I'll show you and join me. And this seat belongs to me. This one belongs to you. Everyone has a designated spot at the proverbial table. Oh, Maggie, it's so good. I can already tell this is going to be like a seminal album for you. It's so exciting. It's going to be <laughs> I'm one, so like, excited too. It's, it's one of those albums, like, I remember when, like, I don't know, just example that jumps at me when when you 2 after like the Joshua Tree and the 80s and all that released Actung Baby, and it was completely opposite. And people were like, wow, you know, and like it, it completely like reinvigorated the band, this whole thing. It just like retransforming. I love it. Um, it feels like have... the right time for that too. Yeah. Just after everything we've all been through, I've been sitting on this music and I, I'm happy I haven't lost my mind just waiting to release something, but it's time to celebrate and share yes. it. I think yes. that that moment has finally arrived. I think we're getting out of the weeds. Yes, I think you're right, Maggie. Uh, tell me a little bit about the recording in Memphis, right? You recorded in Memphis, historic studio. Uh, so we well, recorded it at a uh, fame studios in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. In Muscle Shoals, Alabama. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. But there is Memphis has so many great studios like Sun and Sam Phillips. And um, there are overlap, like a lot of people who work in both of those places right. have uh, made many recordings at fame and uh, at those mentioned studios. But I went down with my band in December of 2018 to do this show called Music Road to Muscle Shoals. And I had done some writing there earlier in my career, but it's just like this room is amazing. And it's the room that has yielded so many of my favorite songs from artists who have really pulled me in this direction, sonically. What do you so feel, wanted... Maggie? So when you go to a room and you say, this room is amazing, mm -hmm. like it's, it, they all have four walls, but like, what is that feeling as an artist that you're like, like this is special? the sanctity of it really. And mm -hmm. the fact that it is a time capsule, uh, everything appears the same as it did when Aretha was cutting songs in there and uh, Otis Redding and the Stones and they have taken such good care of that studio and maintained the aesthetic of it because they know that this is important. And it just kind of harkens back to the era of those songs being recorded and you want to live up to that standard. It's kind of like playing the Ryman or the Opry. You're like, I'm just a small part of a bigger institution. And yeah. that's what I feel about with fame. Oh, exciting. This album is going to be so incredible, Maggie. And you've been so generous with your time, but let me ask you this before, um, before I let you go. Uh, that You played Valentine's Day, Third and Lindsley. And it was, I mean, it was a standout set. And, and there were so many highlights that you couldn't even you don't know which one to talk about but like you just kept upstaging yourself but there was one moment 
where I feel like everyone really like stopped on their tracks and it, like everyone understood what was happening and you were celebrating the 50th anniversary of Carol King's Tapestry. And um, you say, okay, like this album like shaped my life and you come out with this cover of I Feel the Earth Move. But you just completely remade this. And I think we talked about this, but you just made the most beautiful thing in the world, Maggie. So I want to ask you about that cover. I just want you to like, just talk a little bit about that album and like that idea. Thank you. And we did get to talk about it after the show. That was the first time we ever played it live. But it was also just a few days after the band and I recorded it with Bobby Holland, who's an incredible producer. And he produced my album, Changed the Whole Thing. And everyone that was on stage with me brought that to life. So it was a really cool moment to basically be in the studio two days prior and then bring that to the stage and honor one of my favorite artists that way. But Alex Haddad, who's my co-writer of Them Vibes and great guitar player, reimagined that chord progression. And it just has this crazy tension that reimagines a song completely and then there's a few memorable phrases that are just like carol king would have expressed them that we were able to incorporate that so we're honoring the song but made it our own and it's just this hauntingly beautiful interpretation of one of my favorites from one of my favorites unbelievable it, it, that just shows like um, it was incredible so thanks for thanks for like it was a great moment for all of us well I, my band and i thank you so Thanks for letting us share it. Absolutely. Well, listen, thank you so much for your time, Maggie. I mean, I think it's, we could talk to you for days and hours. So it was just like great to kind of like have the sit down with you, obviously take it, have a seat. It's coming out later this year. Uh, it's going to blow up. We just feel it. It's going to be a seminal moment for your career. So congratulations. And and of course, your great podcast, which you do an amazing job. Uh, salute the songbird. You're amazing. Amazing. Thank you. I'm really enjoying that. It's these women I'm talking to are just absolutely inspiring and getting me through and hopefully everyone listening through a tough time. Absolutely. Maggie, thank you so much. Thank you, Jamie. It was great All to right. talk to you. Absolutely. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.